Or maybe you are a new business owner looking to implement new marketing strategies for your business. Or just looking for personal development tips to advance in your career. I am Vanessa Parra, your host, hospitality and travel marketer, and now your marketing bestie. I will be spilling the tea on everything I know on how to land that marketing job. I will share behind the scenes of being a Latina in marketing and shedding light on barriers and struggles people of color face, especially when you're the only one in a corporate setting. I will also touch on manifestation tips that have helped me attract my dream career slash life. But most importantly, I will be spotlighting other influential Latinos and people of color marketers from our community. So grab your cafecito or drink of choice and let's listen in. Welcome to Influence with Cultura podcast. Welcome to another episode of Influence with Cultura. I am your host, Vanessa Parra. So today, my podcast episode is going to be a little bit different. We're still going to be talking about marketing and landing that career. But today, I actually want to touch on manifesting your life and your marketing career through visualization. I don't know if Many of you have heard about manifestation and visualization, but for me personally, it's helped me a lot in my career, landing certain jobs, just hitting certain milestones in my personal life as well. So I just wanted to share some tips, share some stories of things that have happened to me And then at the end, I'll provide you with some tips so you can manifest your life and career that you want and deserve. Hopefully you like this. Um, If you don't, then it's okay if you don't listen to this episode today. But I plan to record a few more episodes on a weekly basis. So on Mondays, it will be more marketing focused. And then on Thursdays, it will be more mindset focused, which I'll touch on like manifestations, law of attraction, limited, limiting beliefs, stuff like that. Because I don't know if you knew, but your mindset is a big deal and contributes to actions that you do towards your career. Um, can determine your mood for the day, which affects your results in your career and just other things. It's like a ripple effect. So I believe the mindset is very important as well in order to achieve the career that you'd like and just in other areas of your life. So hopefully you enjoy those episodes. The only way I'll know is by you following me and DMing me on Instagram or TikTok. Again, my handle is at the Latina Travel Marketer. And please let me know what you think about these episodes, if you're enjoying it, what you would like to hear. So please make sure to follow me there and let me know. And also a friendly reminder, subscribe to this podcast if you're not subscribed yet. Um, That's the only way that I'll know and see if you're enjoying my episodes, leave me a review so we can reach other Latinas and Latinos in marketing, and that way I can spotlight them as well. Well, anyways, let's get started with the episode. 
Okay, so like I mentioned, today's episode, I want to talk about manifesting um, my life and marketing career through visualization. But before I do, um, I just want to tell you that I was reflecting and thinking about different moments in my life. And I realized that I always thought I was just a daydreamer. And that was just me being weird. But now that I've actually taken the time to learn more about the law of attraction, manifestation, um, I realized that at a very young age, it wasn't daydreaming. It was actually visualization without me knowing it. So I'm actually very impressed that I did that kind of stuff. I know when I share certain stories with certain people, they're like, uh, yeah, you're weird or you're crazy. <laughs> but me personally, now that I'm older and I reflect, I'm like, wow, I can't believe I was already doing a lot of visualization and manifesting my career and life that I'm living right now. So it's just, it's cool, you know, to reflect. So let's start with one example. When I was younger, if you've had a chance to listen to my, I believe it's my second episode where I just talk about my background, uh, who I am, just so you can get familiar. I mentioned that growing up, um, I lived in a very like sheltered environment because I'm a first generation Mexican American and I didn't live in a really good neighborhood. So my mom and dad were really strict with my brother and me. I didn't get to go out as much. I was always about school, like focused on school. So, and back then we didn't have internet, as you know, and we couldn't afford cable because cable was super expensive back then. And my parents worked paycheck to paycheck. So in order to keep myself entertained, um, I would play with my brother or I would read books. Um, but I also did a lot of daydreaming or now that I know visualization, which I know might sound weird. And I've shared this story with my husband and he's like, oh my gosh, like, that's weird. What eight-year-old does this? But I don't know. There's times where like I would just be in my bedroom and I'd be staring out the window and just daydreaming about my future, about how it would be. Um, I mean, I lived a happy life. I had the necess necessities that I needed. My parents provided me with the basics. I didn't have more than the basics, but at least I had the basics, which were like food, water, um, shelter, clothes, you know, just the basics. But my mom always instilled in me to go to college, have a better life than her and my dad. So because of her, I was able to imagine or daydream about the life that I could have in the future. And I always thought about my career. Uh, when I was at a young age, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I had an idea, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just knew I had to do with being creative, being a, a boss lady, just being really cool in my career, which reminded me, I don't know about you, but when I was younger, I loved the movie 13 Going on 30 uh, with Jennifer Gardner. And if you've watched the movie, um, it's pretty much a young girl in the 80s, which obviously I was in the 90s. Um, so I was really young when that movie came out. But 
she hated her life because she was really nerdy. And um, I haven't watched this movie in a long time, so sorry if I forget things. But I think something happened that she bumped her head and some like fairy dust landed on her head. And she woke up and she woke up in her future self where she was in her 30s and she became the woman that she envisioned. And I remember loving that movie because, again, if you've listened to my past episode of what I wanted to be when I grew up, my dream was always to have my own magazine company. So in the movie, she was like an editor. I I don't know if it was Vogue, some popular uh, magazine company. She wore the nicest clothes. She went to parties. She had her own apartment. She had money in the bank. She was living the life that I envisioned for myself. And of course, it's a movie. So a lot of things happen with the character, uh, good and bad. And you know what? After talking about this, when I'm done tonight, I'm going to watch that. Hopefully it's on Netflix because it's going to bring back my childhood memories. But anyways, long story short, that was me. I always visualized my career. I always wanted to know, like, how would it would turn out? Would I become the person that I envisioned that I knew I was meant to be? Because when I was a little girl, eight years old, I was not an ugly duckling, but I wasn't the best version of myself. I was overweight. Um, like I said, my parents didn't really let me go anywhere. And it was really hot living in the Central Valley. So I wasn't really like, you know, physically active in sports and stuff. I wish I would have been, but I wasn't. So for me, it was just school. I wasn't allowed to wear makeup. Um, again, until I, I had my quinceanera. Um, And then when you're at that age, you're just going through like an awkward phase where, and I wear glasses, I've worn glasses all my life. So back then, I don't even know if contacts existed. And if they did, I couldn't even think about touching my eyeballs. So it was just a very awkward stage for me. So I always thought, oh, when I'm older, I'm going to be beautiful. I'm going to be confident. I'm going to have the best career ever. I'm going to have the best life ever. So I just, I'm bringing this Tying this back to this episode because, again, it was all about visualization and thinking towards the future and becoming the person you that you want to be. So I have a few stories that I'd like to share where I pretty much did that, where I visualized certain things and then it manifested. But one thing that you should know is with uh, manifestation and visualization is that you can't just sit there and visualize or dream that your life's going to change a certain way and then it's going to magically happen. No. The one thing that no one tells you or a few people talk about is inspired action. Yes, you need to visualize it and yes, it'll manifest, but the only way it'll manifest if it's if you do some type of inspired action, which means You take, even if it's like small baby steps, towards the goal that you're wanting to manifest and visualize. That's the only way that it will come true. If you're just there visualizing, manifesting, thinking, oh, I'm going to make things happen, but not do anything, it's not going to happen. And so that's why I just want to make that very clear that you need to include inspired action. So again, I just want to share a few stories that happened throughout my life that I thought were kind of cool, that I was able to manifest, again, with inspired action. So the first one, 
Um, I think I've mentioned before that I've con I consider myself an introvert, not a shy person, but an introvert. So an introvert is just someone that is kind of like a loner. Um, I'm friendly with everyone. I like getting to know people, but I get my energy by being alone and then being able to provide and be there for others as, as opposed to extroverts where they get their energy from talking to a lot of people, being around a lot of people, like that's just not me. Um, but the funny thing is that growing up, because I knew the type of career I wanted, um, not necessarily the exact career, but I knew that I wanted to be someone important someday. I wanted to speak in front of people. I always, again, did my best to do well, well in school, but I was really, really involved in clubs and different organizations that would help me, you know, grow in my personal development and also help me look good for colleges. Because again, my ultimate goal back then was to go to a four-year university. So I took, I was part of a club called FHA and luckily I had a really great teacher that helped me or encouraged me to participate in these different competitions that they had for different things. And she felt that I'd be really good for um, these competitions called prepared speech. So they would give you a topic and then you would create a speech and then you'd present in front of a panel of judges and you're competing against other students from different schools in the area. And if you won, then you would go to, um, I think, region and then you'd go to the state or something like that. And all my three years of high school. Well, I competed all four years, but three out of four, I won first place um, for these competitions. And I was lucky enough that that teacher, her husband uh, was the, and I guess, teacher, or he taught classes at my high school on prepared speech. I never took his class, uh, but because he was married to her and she really cared about me, like he would help me after hours and just help me give me tips. I would give my speech in front of him. He would critique me and he helped me a lot, which at the end of the day, um, now where I am in my current state in my career, that's all I do is give presentations, give speeches, talk to people. And I love it. I honestly love it. Yes, when, once I'm done, I'm drained. And again, I just have to like hide again in my little cave and get re-energized. But while I'm doing it, like I love it. Like I shine at it. So um, I just wanted to, you might say, what does this have to do with visualization? I have a point. Just hang there. Hang on there, okay? So by doing all this, I was able to gain some skill sets on presentation skills, on giving speeches. So my senior year in high school for graduation, there was a competition to give the class speech. And for me, I don't know why, now that I'm older, I don't know why, honestly, but back then I was like, wow, that's what I want to do. I want to not just graduate from high school and go off to a four-year university, but I want to give my class speech and leave with a bang. And I remember I had to compete with, 
I don't know. There's a lot of us. I think there's like 21 of us competing to present or give the class speech. And I remember, so all throughout high school, I never ditched classes. But right before the competition or before we were going to give our speeches to see who would win, I ditched (laughs) one of my classes to practice my speeches. And you know what? I'm glad I did because I went in there. I felt confident. I felt prepared. And guess who was chosen to give her class speech? Yes, me. So super excited. And now that I reflect, I'm like, wow, I was crazy. (laughs) That was crazy. But I'm so proud of myself because I gave a class speech in front of 10,000 people. It was in in our football stadium. And it just, that alone could be another podcast episode. And I don't want to bore you with that, but it was a very exhilarating experience being on stage, speaking in front of 10,000 people and me pretty much manifesting that specific moment in time and also feeling like this is a preview of what's to come in my life, in my career. And I'm not at the end of my career or goals in my career. I have so many more bigger goals that I know will manifest and I'm hoping soon. Uh, But I'm going to be patient and I'm going to keep going. But I just wanted to share one example of how I was able to manifest that specific moment. Okay, now another time that I manifested another uh, crucial moment in my life was when I was applying to colleges. I was blessed to be in a program called AVID as a first generation Mexican American. I don't know if you've heard about AVID or you've been in it, but pretty much, I don't know if it still exists, but when I was in high school, it was a program for a lot of, you know, first-generation students who wanted to go to college, who aspired to go to college, but just didn't know how. And like I told you, my mom always told me, you're going to go to college. We had no idea how I was going to get to go to college, but she's like, you need to figure it out. You need to ask your teachers. You need to do it. And somehow... I came across AVID and I was in it for all four years of high school, which I'm super blessed and I'm so happy that I was part of it because it got me to experience, um, you know, different things about college. Like it helped me uh, decide to take AP courses um, or AP classes my senior year. It, It would, that class would take us to different universities to visit, to see you know, how a college campus looks like. Um, We had tutors. It it really helped me a lot. So I'm so blessed and I hope AVID still exists because that was a really great program for me. And so through that, I was able to visit different campuses and I fell in love with Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. And the reason I fell in love with that was because it was near beach town and I had never really gone to the beach ever (laughs) because again my parents always worked and just yeah we never really had family vacations so we never got to go to anywhere so we didn't go to the beach and on top of that it was just a small school and I don't know I just like living in small beach areas hence I now I live in Monterey County and I'm close to Monterey and it's pretty small too so I, I don't know I just I thrive and I love living in those type of environments 
So I applied to different schools like all other students. And I remember in one of my classes, again, always probably being like the only Latina or maybe me and one other girl were the only Latinas in our class. A bunch of students were applying to Cal Poly and I applied, that was my dream school, but they didn't get in. And I knew for a fact they had a better GPA than I did. They probably knew a lot more about applying for college than I did, and they didn't get in. So in my mind, I'm like, well, if they didn't get in, I'm definitely not going to get in. But oh, well, I still applied and um, I kept applying to other schools too, you know, to see what happened. And because I really didn't think I was going to get into Cal Poly and I hadn't really heard from them. The first school that reached out to me that said I was accepted was Fresno State. And I was debating on going there. And if I would have gone, it would have been the safe thing to do because I would have been close to home. Um, I would have been able to see my family more. Um, but a part of me is like, I don't want to go to Fresno State. Like, I want to go to another school. I want to experience new things. I want, I don't know. I just wanted something different. But I was like, but that's fine. If I have to go to Fresno State, I'll go to Fresno State. And I remember I was about to accept my offer for Fresno State when my dad's like, hey, you got something in the mail from Cal Poly. And so right away I opened it and I was like, oh my gosh, no, I'm going to find out <laughs> what's going to happen with me. And guess what? I got in. So I was so excited and so happy to get in. And I couldn't believe it because like I told you, there's so many people in my class that didn't get in. And it could have been different reasons. It could have been because depending on the major you applied for, but regardless, I manifested that. And yes, I worked hard to get there. It's not like, oh, just I thought about it and it happened. No, I did the work. I did it, but I visualized it. I thought about it and it happened. So that's another example of me manifesting going to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. And there's a lot more that I can share with, but I just want to do two more so it's not too long. Um, but another thing or another time that I manif manifested something was um, when I first moved to Salinas, California because of an employer. Because again, I'm from the Central Valley. Um, I lived in Salinas for like two years and I really, really wanted to live in Monterey. But Monterey was way more expensive than Salinas. I didn't really know anyone in Monterey. And so I think a part of me was just maybe scared. And I thought like, what am I gonna do in Monterey? But I loved it there. Like I, I, I would drive on the weekends and just hang out at the beach and do stuff in Monterey. So one day I just started really like, you know, checking my, my bank account, counting my expenses, trying to figure out like, how can I make it work? How can I make it so I can live in Monterey and at least experience Monterey, even if it's for a short term, just experience it and not live with regret. Like, oh, I should have lived in Monterey. And so I figured out a budget and then I just went on Craigslist. Everything was super expensive, but you know what? I was going to keep, I was going to try and see what happened. And guess what? I found a studio that was perfect for me. It fit my budget. It was in a quiet area. 
I was literally able to walk to the beach. It was like a 10 minute walk. It was awesome. Like it was, yes, I know it was a studio. So it might've not been like, oh, my dream apartment, but I got to live in Monterey. I got to fulfill that dream, you know? And the best part was that I was able to get a, I think it was like a six month lease. So if for whatever reason I felt like it was just too expensive or I couldn't make it there, I had the ability to leave and find another spot. But I took full advantage of those six months and I lived my hashtag best life in Monterey. And if you've heard past episodes where I talk about my dream about wanting to have my own magazine company, um, something amazing happened. So when I was about to graduate from Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, I had a senior project. I wrote about trends in the Latino market and how if magazines focused on niched art audiences that it would help grow sales. And this was back in 2011. So I forgot about it. You know, I wrote it, did my thing, graduated. And fast forward, I don't know, like five years later, a Latino magazine called The Vision Magazine, I guess, was trying to write an article on something very similar. And they did a a simple Google search and they found my article and they looked me up on LinkedIn. So there you go, beauty of LinkedIn. I'm actually going to record another podcast episode on the importance of having a personal brand on LinkedIn, especially if you're a marketer and you're trying to land that marketing job, you definitely need to have a LinkedIn page. But anyways, they found me on LinkedIn and they wanted to talk to me and they reached out to me. They asked me if I wrote that article. I said yes. And I met with them and they were just loving that article. They were so happy and impressed and they asked me to be a contributing writer. And I said yes, because I wanted the experience and I just thought it was amazing to be part of a Latino magazine that spotlighted and highlighted influential Latinos, which for me, again, if you know me or if you don't know me, that's something I'm really passionate about. So super excited to be part of it. That magazine no longer exists, but now I have this podcast to help spotlight Latinos in marketing. Um, But that time in my life was very special. And that was another example of how I manifested that specific moment in time. Okay, now I'm going to share two more examples, and then I'll give you some tips. That way it's not too long. Um, But the next example was landing my first real marketing manager job. So prior to that, I had been in sales, and I had done marketing within my sales uh, position because my end goal was to be in marketing. But unfortunately, I couldn't land that marketing job. And again, if you've listened to, I think it was episode two, I explained my whole journey. So again, I wasn't able to land that real marketing job, even though I did a lot of marketing functions and tasks, I just didn't. But anyways, um, I came across, when I was looking for jobs to apply to, I came across 
this one job, a marketing job in hospitality. And I was reading the job description and I was like, oh, wow, this is a really cool job. You know, like I didn't even know about this place. Um, it said it was in Pacific Grove. I don't know if you're familiar with the area, but it's literally by Monterey. And it was at a uh, beachfront hotel slash conference grounds. And I just thought it was a cool opportunity, but I was looking at the job description and qualifications and I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to get this job. I'm not that qualified. I have some, you know, I meet some of the expectations, but not all of them. So I was like, well, this is cool, but it's probably not for me. And then because my husband knows how obsessed I get when it comes to my career and he saw how obsessed I was trying to find that marketing job. He would send me over marketing positions that he would find on Indeed, and he sent me that same position. He's like, hey, look, there's this job. I think you should apply. And then I looked at it, and I told him, you know what? Yeah, I saw that position, but no, I'm not going to apply. I don't think I'm qualified. And this could be another podcast episode where how men and women think differently, men really don't think about not being qualified. They just apply for the job and always ask for the highest salary and the women don't, which again, we need to make this another type of episode. But for now, anyways, going back to this, he's like, don't just apply. You never know. And so I was like, okay, you know what? You're right. What do I have to lose? So I, I applied and I did the whole interview process. I went in person and saw the location and I immediately fell in love with the location. It was a beachfront hotel slash conference grounds where they had events. Um, and the hiring manager was telling me pretty much like what I would be in charge of if I were to get the position and everything I'd be part of. And the whole time he was telling me this, I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, if I get this job, this is going to be amazing, you know? And I had never really thought about being in hospitality. I just wanted a marketing job. So I applied to different marketing jobs in different industries. But this was like my first, I guess, taste or preview to hospitality. And somehow I got through the first interview and then the second and the third. And the whole time I'm thinking, I'm not going to get this job. (laughs) They're going to pick someone else. And But I kept showing up, you know, and I kept trying to do research and figure out ways to practice my interview skills and just, you know, show them that I, even though if I lacked certain skill sets, that I was a very disciplined person, I was driven, and that I had ideas to share with them. And this was all before all the stuff I've learned now that when I coached uh, those that are new to marketing, how to land that job and how to interview well, Uh, This was prior to me knowing all this that I know now, but I somehow figured it out and I got the job. And before getting the job though, sorry, I jumped ahead. I remember there's a Starbucks like right next to that location. And I just literally parked in the Starbucks and I started to cry. (laughs) I started to cry because I was thinking, oh my gosh, like I've been applying to all these marketing jobs and I'm not getting anywhere and I keep getting jobs that are, yeah, I do marketing, but it's not really what I want and I'm never going to get marketing. But 
if I were to get this job, like it's going to open doors to other things. And I started visualizing all the stuff that the hiring manager was telling me that I would do, how they had events and it was literally by the beach where they would do like wine tasting, live music, and I would be there. And I just literally visualized me being there doing social media, taking pictures, being part of all this. And I got chills. Like, you don't understand. I got goosebumps, like thinking like, wow, this would be amazing. And I left it at that. And then I just kept going and I got the job. So, oh my gosh, can you believe that? I, that's another time that I manifested a job and I always again wanted to live and work in Monterey so the fact that I got a job a beachfront job in marketing in Monterey was like wow that was just awesome now my last um story and I have so many more but again I don't want this podcast episode to be super long my last story um And again, I'll create another podcast episode. After the pandemic, I got laid off from that job in Monterey. And I did different like freelancing jobs, different marketing jobs. And I was just struggling to find, you know, my way back to find the right company, the right position. I struggled a lot. And I was at a job that was okay, but it wasn't really like the job that I wanted. But I told myself, you know what, we're getting out of a world pandemic. You're blessed to have a job in marketing, even though it might not be the exact job that you want. So just be grateful for that and do your best and take it one day at a time. The right job will show up or maybe you'll get promoted. You never know. Just just let it go and just do your best. I'm not going to lie to you. Four months into that position out of nowhere, um, a recruiter reached out to me through Indeed and said that they had opened a brand new position for a social media and digital marketing manager at their theme park. It was a brand new position and that they came across my resume and they felt that I would be a good fit and that if I was interested to apply. And when I saw who it was, it's a well-known theme park in the area, in the Bay Area. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Because literally like four months before I had gone to that theme park with a friend of mine. It's like a kid's theme park. She took her daughter. I took my daughter. We had like a little like friend date. And I remember thinking like, oh, it'd be cool to work here. But just like I said it out loud, but not not that I didn't mean it, but you know, those times where you're like, oh, it'd be cool to do something, but you don't really think much of it. And she told me, you should apply. You should ask if they have any jobs. And I'm like, no, it's okay. And I remember she like actually went up to one of the employees and said, hey, um, are you guys tiring by any chance? And they're like, oh, yeah, you should go. I, I don't remember where. I think their website or whatever. And we just left it at that. So four months later, after that, this same theme park reaches out to me. I didn't even apply to that position. They reached out to me because they found my resume on Indeed and they saw all my qualifications and they compared it to what they were looking for. And I kid you not, when I looked at the job description, it was literally my resume. 
like all the things they were looking for, it was me. It, and on top of that, it was a social media and digital marketing job. And you guys, you have no idea. That was my dream job. I got to do everything that I wanted to do that I envisioned having in my career. I worked with an agency. I was pretty much building their social media and digital marketing strategies from scratch. I built my team. I worked with influencers. Um, we did events, like everything that you can think of. And then that was my first time really uh, getting into like the food industry, even though I know it's theme park food. Um, and I really enjoyed that, you know, because I've always been like a foodie person, but that's just me, <laughs> not necessarily like as a career, but I got to do everything. And so imagine like I manifested that, like I literally manifested that. and. Yeah. So those are just a few examples of things I did to visual. I visualized it and then I did some inspired action either by applying to the positions or taking certain jobs that maybe weren't the jobs that I wanted, but I knew it'd be temporary to get me where I needed to be by like that apartment not knowing if I was going to be able to afford an apartment, but trusting the universe that it was going to guide me and find me the right place for me. So stuff like that. And Before you leave this podcast episode, there's a few tips I want you to take away with you so you can apply it to your life, to your career, and help you manifest and visualize the life or career that you want. So again, based on my stories, based on things that I've learned. And again, I'm not an expert in the law of attraction or manifestation, just sharing some tips to hopefully help you land that marketing career or marketing job. Um, number one, just make a list of everything you want in your career, personal life, finances, whatever you want, just make a list. And then number two, write different steps that you can do now. It could be something really small. They'll help you get to your end goal. It could be something really small, but just figure out ways that you can work towards that goal and actually do it. Then you literally have to like visualize and become the person or the thing that you want, but really feel it. Like, like pretend like you already have it. How would that person feel? So if you want to be that marketing manager or social media manager and say someone told you, okay, you got the job, you're a social media manager. What would you do once they told you you're the social media manager? How would you dress? How would you act? What kind of strategies would you implement? Start implementing them now, either on your own personal page with a friend, a local business, even if it's for free, it doesn't matter embrace the person that you want to be, start doing the things that the person you want to be would be doing, do it now. And eventually your reality will catch up to your future self and who you want to be. So do that. And lastly, just let go. Don't dwell on it. Don't and trust the universe that it will happen because that's something that I've learned in a lot of these law of attraction and manifestation podcasts that I've been listening to is that 
if you're doing all this, but you're pretty much holding on to a specific result. So if you're like, oh, if I don't get it, I'm going to hate my life or I'm going to hate this or I'm going to give up, then honestly, it's not going to manifest because the universe works or feeds off of your energy. And so if you're in a very negative space, then you're not going to manifest it. But if you pretty much do all these steps, say it, embrace it, and then just let it go and be like, well, we'll see what happens. But I mean, obviously you want it to happen, but not really dwell on it, then it will happen. And all my stories are honestly are perfect examples of that happening. Like that dream job at the theme park, like I mentioned before, when I was at that other company, I was really sad. And I was like, this is not the job that I want. This is not how I envisioned my career to be. But again, I told myself, well, I just came out of a world pandemic. I have a job. It's in marketing. At least I get to do somewhat of the things that I like to do and just take it one day at a time. Eventually the right opportunity will show up. And guess what? It did. And on top of that, guess what? It was on, it came from a place that I actually really wanted to work at. And so, yeah, I just think it's funny how the universe works. It's up to you if you want to believe me or not. But at this point, what do you have to lose? Just try it. Okay. So that's pretty much it for today. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I also wanted to share a guided visualization podcast episode with Erika Cruz. I don't know if you know who she is, but she's pretty much like a I want to say a life coach slash business coach for Latinas. I love listening to her um, podcast called Chingona Revolution. And I really enjoy listening to her. And someday I hope I can um, have her be my coach just because I've always been into like listening to like podcasts when it comes to personal development, life coach, manifestation, mindset, stuff like that. But I had never really found or seen a Latina. So when I found her, I've been obsessed in consuming all her content, her podcast episodes. And there's one specific one where she's done, she does a guided visualization where she helps you um, visualize whatever it is that you want to manifest and tap into your future self. So I'm going to link it to the show notes. And I suggest that you listen to it. It really helped me find clarity on some stuff that I've been struggling with lately. And I have hope that I will eventually be in the place that I know that I'm meant to be in. And our lives are always evolving. Our careers are always evolving. So even once you land or get that social media or marketing job, maybe in a few years, things are going to change because again, depending on where you're at in life, I'm a mom now, I am a wife, so the things I wanted back then are very different from what I want now. I want a whole different life. I'm a different person. So yeah, just listen to this podcast episode. I think it'll help you. And um, again, don't forget to subscribe and follow me on Instagram and TikTok at the Latina Travel Marketer and just let me know what you thought, okay? Have a wonderful day. Talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another Influence with Cultura podcast episode. Want more? Head to influencewithcultura.com or go to my show notes to subscribe to my newsletter. 
so you can be the first to know about any new programs and episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review and take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on IG at the Latina Travel Marketer so more kick-ass Latinas and women of color marketers can know about this podcast. If you are ready to up-level your marketing and social media career, I invite you to book a discovery call to see how I can best support you. Now remember, you are an asset to any organization and are ready to start that business. You got this. Talk to you next week.